Hi everyone and welcome to Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is intended to grow and equip us in our trust work with God. We all go through testings because we all go through seasons. No condemnation in Christ. God just loves us so much. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. I hope you're keeping well and safe. And you're having a wonderful day so far. Today is a blessed day for you and myself in Jesus' name. Amen. Today I'm going to be speaking about a topic that kind of summarizes the whole of Joseph's experience in the Bible for me. And it just makes me, it hits me in a different way. And I've titled it, Your obedience is bigger than you. Execute excellently. Your obedience is bigger than you. My obedience is bigger than me. We need to execute excellently. Our obedience is bigger than us. Again, I have some points here I will read and discuss. But you see, when I don't have a particular Bible verse because it kind of encompasses the whole story of Joseph. I was reminiscing about Joseph's life. I'm like, wow. Like the way God used him is so mind-blowing. I've read the story of Joseph several times. It had never hit like this in my life. Never. It is so mind-blowing, the depth of what God used Joseph to do. Even to enacting a tax law for the world that is used to today for saving the world from famine for seven years by executing excellently God's strategy that he gave to him. God gave Joseph the solution for seven years of farming that rocked the whole world, one man, because he had called him to preserve life, life of his family, and he was an assignment to preserve life of Egypt and the world at large. When he was in prison, and let's think about it, so because a lot of us may be in a season where it's hard, right? Like a prison season for us. No one is seeing us, you know, it's hard. It is not where we want to be. You probably will be wondering, God, why am I here? Frustration. We didn't do what they said I did do. I'm in prison. Why am I here? Frustration. Anger. What? At that time, he would never realize that his calling was to preserve life of nations that the ability for them to live was tied to him so his own obedience saved their life if he had not obeyed god if he had not gone to pharaoh if he had not intervened the dream rightly so many people would have lost their life in farming because there's farming in land there was no food food in a state of life if he had not executed the plan of god properly People would have died. Many would have lost their lives. Many families would have come extinct. Even his father's family would have been extinct. But I hear that Joseph's obedience saved nations, not just Egypt. He saved their life by executing the strategy God had given to him. You know, imagine that he said, Ah, well, now I'm the Prime Minister of Egypt. What do I want? Nothing. Because even myself, I didn't plan to be in this position. God has blown my mind. Now it's time to chill out. That's when his work actually just started. Real work actually started. Imagine if he had a laid-back attitude to bring a prime minister and said, you know what? God gave him his charge. Because God gave him charge. God told him this is what you should do to be able to keep food for the farming season. Now, when he was doing that, he may not have realized that ah, the farm will be really, really, really so bad that people will be... It won't really click that way in his mind. Well, you see, God gave him a strategy, which God gives a strategy every single day. But well, how are we executing strategy? 
in the Bible, in verses, I think it's in verses chapter 41, verses 49, it says, Joseph stored up huge quantities of grain like the sand of the sea. It was so much that he stopped keeping records because it was beyond measure. That is how Joseph executed the strategy God had given to him with excellence. So the last point, how are we obeying God? And how are we doing it excellently well? All of us, God has placed things in our hands. How are we executing what God has placed in our hands? How are we doing it? Because you see, if Joseph did not execute his idea very well, if he just stored some, not too much, you know, because we were like, oh, it's too much. Why are we storing so much? If you just said to just store some, I can't be bothered. I was chairman and chilling as the prime minister of the country. Many would have died. Nations would have become extinct. The ability for that strategy to take root, to do what it was sent to do, was based on how well Joseph executed the strategy. Yes, God gave him the plan. God gave him the strategy. Fantastic. But how he executed his strategy was on Joseph. The excellence he brought to the table, the focus, the mindset, the thought process, everything was dependent on work that Joseph had to put in to ensure that he was ready, over-ready safe for the farming season. I read here that the destiny of Egypt was tied to Joseph's obedience. The destiny of nations in the world, not just Egypt, even Canaan and a few others that went to Egypt for food, was tied to Joseph's obedience. The world base is bigger than us. The same guy that was in prison for a couple of years was the same guy that God has sent to the world to preserve life. Like if Joseph did not preserve life, so if God had given me strategy and instead I did nothing, so many people would have died. God would have found a way around it. But in the grand scheme of things, nations like Egypt would have lost their lives, become desolate. Even his father's house would not have been able to survive it because China was literally dry. But for the wisdom that God had given, that he did. Because God did give um, strategy, and God gives strategy every single day. But are we executing as excellently as we should? Because God has given us, me and you, the capacity to execute the strategy he has given us in the way we should. To deliver the results that he wants us to deliver. Which is why he has used you and me for those things. In where he has called us to. Has also giving us the grace that we need for it. But if we don't stay and say, no, God, yes, we have, you know, thank you so much, I agree. In fact, if we say, God, I agree with you, yes, I agree with you, and we move on, then we don't do anything. We don't understand the people that are still, you know, in bondage or may be in trouble or may die because of the lack of obedience that we are manifesting. This thing really changed how I think about things. Because I'm saying that, ah, Jola, you're not only obeying for you're obeying God because God is God, you're obeying God according to his plan for your life to lead the way he's taking you to. But for those that God has sent you to, God has called us to a life of impact in all our lives. We are living to live a life of impact. How do we create impact if we are not obedient? And how do we do that if we don't do it excellently well? Jesus have created impact as he should have if he didn't store up as much food as he could have stored. And maybe after year three, everybody gets hungry. 
the same thing happens that everybody to half of the country dies because of famine. But because he stole enough food for the whole seven years and it was so much in abundance, nation was able to come to Egypt and say, Ah, I need food. His brothers and his father came to Egypt because of him executing the strategy that God had given to him. How are we executing God's strategy for our lives? Our biggest is bigger than us. Many people are literally, you know, their lives are tied to our obedience constantly. We may not know them. They don't know us yet, but it's coming. The same way, you know, the Egyptians did not know Joseph in prison. They didn't know who he was. But when time came, they knew him by force. And if you see, they only call him Lord everywhere because of how important the strategy God had given to him had helped them survive during the farming season. Our obedience is bigger than us. How are we executing the things God has asked us to execute? Our obedience is bigger than us. There are people that are literally need us to obey, to open them up, for them to even survive, like the likes of Joseph here. I know that a lot of times when God says do this, do that, we get a bit, I would like to say frustrated, like oh, God again. I'm tired of doing it. Now what is that, God? As in, if I send somebody else, <laughs> but it's a reason why God is sending you from me, and it's because He has given us the capacity to actually do that work that He has sent us to do, not somebody else, us. For the purpose that he has called us to, for the terrain, the sector, the area he has called us to, he has given it to us. And that's why he has chosen you and me for those tasks. We honestly should feel, you know, grateful for such an opportunity to do that and for God to even use us. But as human beings, we're like, ah, God, it's too much now. What is that? Ah, the people that God sent you to, <laughs> there are plenty. <laughs> you need to get ready. I am here saying, are we obeying? Are we executing? Are we doing this to the best of our ability? Like, we know that we have done our very, very best. The world will say, oh, my God, you're doing fantastically well. I ask you, I and mean, you will know if it's your very best, but it can be better. You will know that, ah, brother, I can be better than this. But the world will say, oh, my God, it's the best ever. But actually, is it your very best? Because you see, when Joseph was throwing up grains in Egypt for um, the farming season, he was going to do something that, that blew everybody away. That, oh my God, he has so much wisdom. But in his heart, he knew that I have more capacity to do more. Let's keep storing. Let's plant houses to keep the grains in different parts of Egypt. Let's keep storing continuously. He not only did what the world was causing as well, he did to the best of his own ability that God had given to him. So if the world is telling me and you, oh, this is fantastic, this is the best ever, for well, me and you know that, actually, no, we can do better. Let us do better. Let's not be constrained and tight. Oh, since one thing is fine, it's fine, let's go. No. Because who sent us is not the world, it's God that sent us. And so, he's the one that is doing our report card. He's the one, it's not the world. So let us do it to the best of the capacity God has given to us. It's a very reflective message because I'm like, God, help me, help me, help me, help me to do to the best of the ability that you have given to me. And I know God has given us all of us the ability to do these things. But it's hard sometimes, a lot of times, to actually do it. Like, ah, God, here we go again. You know, God, what is this now? It's stressful. Then we get angry. Then we build their emotions, you know, to tell me how we do things. But remember for Joseph, in prison, he was a leader. In prison, he was a leader. He didn't say, ah, I'm in prison, I'm angry. Everybody leave me alone. So that's not a nice because... Who have made it the cheap land bigger? 
So here I write that there is so much tied to our obedience. There's so many policies, there's so many people, so many lives tied to our obedience. It is bigger than us. It is bigger than us. By the vessel, it is bigger than us. So thank you for listening to me today. My Lord, help us. We know that our obedience is bigger than us. You have put us for a purpose. At the end of the day, that fits into your own purpose for the world. That all may come to know you and believe in you. Help us to do our own part of the purpose. Help us to execute our part to the best of the ability and the capacity that you are giving us. Not as the world sees it, but Lord, as you see, because you know what you have put inside us, Lord. Father, we surrender and submit and say, Father, help us. In any ways, we may have just done as we felt like doing. Lord, have mercy on us. And God, the strength to even do much more in bigger capacities as you have called us, as you stretch us. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to me today. God bless you. And I love you. Bye.